Have you ever noticed that as soon as you arrive at work, whether that's your office or your lab, everything kind of goes out the window? You suddenly seem to have very little control over your schedule and your time, and sometimes everything evolves into chaos and you don't get much done. Well, this is a very common issue, and in this episode, I'm going to share two secrets with you that will really help you accelerate your productivity. It's a little hack that I love to share. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Welcome to the Academic Revolution Podcast, where we are creating a movement to change the future of academic medicine forever. I'm Inga Hoffman, a Harvard-trained pediatric hematologist, oncologist, and a passionate leadership coach with over 20 years of experience in academic medicine. This is the first podcast for academic physicians that will show you how to achieve higher productivity, become an impactful leader, and create a highly successful career doing what you love without sacrificing your personal life. You and I know that the traditional system is broken, so it's time to say no to the old publish or perish mentality and say yes to lasting change. Join me as we transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time, starting right here with the Academic Revolution podcast. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of the Academic Revolution podcast. So happy to have you here for another episode. And today I thought I'm going to share something that I have learned early on when I was just like many of you, a struggling academic physician trying to, you know, keep all the balls up in the air when I felt overwhelmed and completely drowning in my never-ending to-do list and I literally felt like I got to find some tools that help me pull myself out of this pit and actually get more productive. So what I want to share with you today is from pillar number one, performance habits from the Physician Success DNA method. And we're going to talk about bookend your day and two secret factors that I think will really help you to increase your productivity and gain some territory back in your day. Because let's face it, as soon as you hit work, I don't know about you, but have you ever noticed that it just seems like as soon as you hit the workplace, all the well laid plans kind of go out the window and you have lost complete control over your schedule, at least to some degree. Stuff just happens, you know, especially us as academic physicians, whether you're in the laboratory, clinical scientist, researcher, um, uh, have administrative responsibilities and see patients, there seems to be things always coming up. So it becomes very difficult to actually keep productivity going, even with the best laid plans. So before we dive in, let me share with you how I discovered these two secrets that I'm going to share with you today, and then what you do practically to implement them. A few years back, I found myself as a young working instructor in pediatric hematology, oncology. I was a new mom and I felt completely overwhelmed by all the tasks and the to-do list that I wanted to, felt I had to or needed to accomplish. 
in my daily work schedule um, between uh, research uh, things, um, scholarly activities, obviously providing some research products such as a manuscript or a grant, seeing patients, and then all the sort of other things that get thrown at you at an academic medical institution, I felt like I was really drowning in that to-do list. And I was a young mom, so I had to figure out that piece too, how to get home to my children on time while still doing all these things. So early on, I felt like completely just like a professional juggler, essentially, trying to juggle all the balls, keep all the balls up in the air and hope that nothing will drop. And I realized at the time, this was a number of years back, that I did need to have some productivity tools or tips to help me. And if you heard my story in earlier episodes, um, you know, you might remember this, you can go back and listen to the first couple episodes and hear more about that. But it was really a struggle to maintain any productivity while being a mom and juggling all these different balls and responsibilities. But I did figure I should plan my day a little bit. So I had good intentions as I went into the hospital in the morning. I actually had thought about at least the morning off, maybe even the night before. Here's a few things I can do or should be doing that day and had a schedule of the things that were scheduled to do. So I was highly motivated driving into work. But what often happened as soon as I hit the hospital and sat down at my desk, whether it was in the lab or my pathology office I had at the time, I felt like, oh, goodness, I opened up my email. And before you knew, I knew it, my day went completely sideways. You know, I got dragged down into email land, uh, patient charts, different interruptions that happened. And I felt like, you know, putting out fires here and there. And then before you knew it, the day and hours were gone by and I was running to meetings and I realized, oh my goodness, now it's already lunchtime. And the day kind of went on like that. I had well set intentions to actually get a few things done. But you probably have noticed stuff always comes up, right? And then as I was driving home, I felt highly motivated with another iced coffee marker (laughs) loaded up with some energy that once the kids are in bed, I will get these tasks done that I didn't get done at work because of all those interruptions and other things I was doing that I guess I need to catch up at night. And of course, after my kids were in bed, I was completely exhausted and all I had energy for is for Netflix. So I actually got into productivity and performance through that desperation of this this experience that I cannot go on any longer like this. I got to figure this out because it's going to cost me my not only my career, but also my sanity. So I actually purchased a course that was focused on productivity And I learned a really important nugget that then I implemented along with a few other things. And those two secrets that I discovered over time, I want to share with you here. These are number one, really looking to bookend your day by focusing on your morning and evening routines and having a startup and a shutdown routine. But before we dive into this, I just want you to pause for a moment and ask yourself, have you ever wondered how come that there are some very successful 
academic physicians that seem to be just able to focus despite the chaos and the busy jobs we're working in. And for others of us, we're just kind of swept away by the activities of the day and feeling like we're catching up all day. We are constantly putting up fires and we are always behind. And a lot of that has to do that highly successful people, whether they are an academic physician or in any business really, they understand that setting the intention, specifically being very intentional about the start and the end of their day is a key part that keeps them productive. And out of that, really, I learned from different sources these two secrets. So let's dive in. The first one is focusing your day on a good morning and evening routine. You probably have heard about morning routines and maybe even evening routines. And you're like, oh, Inga, I've heard this before. This is nothing new. And by the way, I have small children. This is really hard to do. And I hear you. I totally do. But what I want you to think about is just for morning routines. So what does that mean? It is a small sequence of steps that you do in the morning, ideally, you know, right as you wake up, that get a few critical steps out of your way to basically start on a good foot for your day. And that means setting some basic steps and intentions. So a morning routine, number one, doesn't have to be long and it doesn't have to be very elaborate to get like big stuff done. I'm not talking about having an hour long morning routine where you are actually writing grants or anything like that, but having a few simple steps that get you either grounded, let you focus on your health, let you focus on your mental health, or perhaps get a couple things out of the way that would be helpful to make your day more successful. And how that morning routine looks like is really different for everyone. So all I want you to think about, what are maybe a few steps, three or four, that I could take every morning that take just a few minutes that would help me? So that could be maybe a short meditation, making sure you're eating breakfast and maybe having a little quiet time by yourself for a few minutes to just reflect on the things that are on your calendar today and how you're going to um, stay positive through the day. Maybe how you're going to focus on overcoming obstacles that might be along your way, those type of things. So really, it doesn't need to be long. And also understand when you have young children, it can be sometimes a moving target with this morning routine because depending on where they got up, this might always change. So give yourself some grace. And you might find maybe I'm not going to do the morning routine before the kids get up. Maybe I do it later or stay in daycare or in a school or, or I have a nanny or something. So that's number one. So think about a few simple steps that you can do in a short amount of time to set intention for your morning. And then the same is true at night, having an evening routine basically before you go to bed and set your intention towards rest and restoration, perhaps some gratitude and gratefulness, prayer, meditation, whatever you like to do to get you in a state where you wind down versus let me check my email one more time or social media or 
anything on an electronic device. So that's number one. So having a way to bookend your day with a strong morning and evening routine can be incredibly helpful and it doesn't have to take long. Number two gets more to the part when you actually get to work. Number two is having a startup and a shutdown routine. And I like to think about a startup routine and a shutdown routine kind of like a computer. You know, when you get to your office, right, you hit the start button on your computer. And if it's completely shut off, it needs to go through some procedures first before it is fully functional and operational. And just like that, we are the same way. And it's very helpful to have some sort of startup routine. Again, a small sequence of simple steps to get you in the flow state in the morning and perhaps even get some of the big items like one big item on your to-do list off the table. So a startup routine could look something like this. You get to your office instead of opening your email, you reflect on your schedule, you maybe review your schedule for the day and then have maybe a 30-minute interval where you do some highly focused, high-powered work, whether that's writing, or maybe reading an article and form habits around that. And then the same is true for a shutdown routine. It's incredibly helpful to kind of regroup and ground yourself before you leave your workplace or the office and think about, okay, reflect maybe on the day, see what you have actually accomplished and focus on what you have accomplished versus what didn't get done. And then maybe set some intention for what am I going to do when I get home? And that is just like a computer. It's sort of a safety, slow shutdown to get all the processes back into basically sleep mode. And it's almost like your reset button. And having a good shutdown routine for just even 30 minutes before you leave your workplace and get home is incredibly helpful because it gets us out of the frenzy and in a better state when we walk into the door. And I have to say personally, that's incredibly helpful, especially when you have young children and you're completely exhausted and then you feel like going from one crazy day to yet another crazy segment with young kids can be really hard. So having creating some space with a shutdown routine to get you back grounded, maybe even take a walk outside, can really help to be less exhausted and fully present when you get home, especially if you have children at home. For those of you that don't have kids, well, great. Um, There's other things you can do just to create that space, that mental space between work and rest and restoring your body and your mind. So hope this is helpful. So again, to review, there's two ways to bookend your day, morning and evening routines. That means right before when you wake up and right before you go to bed and then start up and shut down routines, those that you do when you start your work day. Now, having the caveat that maybe some of you work during some times from home these days, perhaps that might be a more permanent feature of our job in some situations. Again, try to build some rituals, habits, and boundaries around that space and make it clear when am I starting to work and when am I stopping with these activities and shutting down. Creating these boundaries for yourself is very helpful. 
So um, I hope this served you. What I want you to do is just as we wrap up, remember that putting basically a bookend to your day, it really frames your day. And if you just have these couple simple routines and get maybe one big thing done during your startup routine in the day, during that first block before you do anything else in email, etc., you actually can accomplish a lot and you will be a lot more productive because we all know what happens in the middle of these bookends is difficult to control. So to start simple, I encourage you to pick one of these four pieces. So don't do everything at once to say, maybe I'm going to just learn how to do a simple morning routine that takes just 10 minutes. Pick something and then decide the simple maybe just two or three steps that you will get in the habit of doing every morning or pick an evening routine and just write that down step by step these are the two three steps this is what I'm going to start with and start right away and get in a habit of doing it the reason why I call this performance habits and not productivity tips because habits outweigh, outperform productivity tools and hacks and tips anytime because most of what we do is a habit and we're going to talk about that a lot more in future podcasts. So pick your morning, evening, startup or shutdown routine and get started right away. It was a pleasure to talk to you today. Please share this with your friends, family, any colleagues if this is helpful. And again, I'll see you on the next episode with more tips and change in mindset and thinking to help you create a successful academic career without sacrificing your personal life. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the Academic Revolution podcast today. If you've gotten value from today's episode, I would love for you to share it with your friends and colleagues and help create a movement that changes the future of academic medicine forever. Also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn and visit ingahoffman.com for more information on how to work with me. Links are in the show notes. Until then, be well and see you on the next episode of the Academic Revolution podcast. 